0: understand your customer really like it, the you know the demo itself is fantastic but it's only as good as you know the the information that you're showing and if it's not relevant to the customer then you're wasting both your time and the customer's time so for me it's really about the work that goes in before you actually do the demo to find out what are the pain points of your customer right like what are the things that you can help them solve the problems you can help them solve with your solution um, because that is going to make your demo, uh, you know, the most effective because you're addressing specific issues for that specific person.
1: Hey, everyone, George Soto here, and you're watching Demo Diaries. Today, I'm joined by Angela Boudreaux, who's a manager of account management for the United States at cloud call how are you
0: i'm great how are you george
1: i am doing fantastic thanks so much for your patience with my camera here Uh, you know how technology is sometimes you know of course and we're in software right we're in technology ourselves
0: of course go figure
1: (laughs) (laughs) for sure Uh, why don't you take a quick second to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about your career background and how did you get into technology
0: Yeah. um, So thanks again for having me. This is really exciting. Um, Yeah, my background. I started off um, you know, like a lot of kids working at McDonald's, that's where I got my start. Um, I was but Burger then, King, by the way. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, I, I ended up getting a job at a call center for IBM, and that's really where it all started. Um, and I was dealing with, you know, a lot of different people and technology and and sort of worked my way through. Um, I then got into uh, uh, as- sorry um, oil and gas, um, which is a really strange sort of leap, um, but I loved it. And that's where I really really got into sales um, and then transitioned into VoIP where I was dealing with sales as well. So um, kind of, you know, a transition from account management through to, you know, sales in a different industry and then into tech sales, which is where I've landed and um, have been really happy.
1: Awesome. You know, I remember the first time I heard of VoIP was at Vonage. If you remember, They were offering it. And now I think Vonage is B2B because they tried B2C. I don't know if that ever even took off, but yeah, I think they're still around now.
0: Yeah, no, they definitely are. Um, I mean, I remember Magic Jack, um, you know, that's as far back, you know, as as I go where, you know, my father was so excited that he could just plug something in and, you know, he had a phone and it was super cheap. Um, But no, I started um, working in channel uh, at a VoIP company, a local VoIP company that is no more actually it was purchased. Um, But I fell in love with the technology. I'd never worked in telecom before. um, And yeah, I just had such a passion for it. Um, Took a break and went to another, you know, sort of technology sector. Um, But here I am back again working in VoIP and yeah, I love it.
1: Nice. Well, you know, we're all about the demo here and the whole product-led movement. As a key account rep or named account rep, where do you generally go to get a demo, right? And specifically like key accounts, you you really want to have like customized experiences, right? And that can not always be the easiest thing. What's been your experience around that?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because each customer is different, right? And so the stuff that they're looking for is a little bit different. You can, you know, there's generalizations. Um, you know, we've got some great demos, and you know, other places that I've worked, there's some general demos. Um, but when you're working with key accounts, you know, you want to have that, like you said, a personalized experience, um, and you want to be able to, you know, address the things that you know their pain points. Um, so for us in account management, um, we're doing a lot of the demos ourselves ourselves. Um, you know, again, we've got some great resources from our marketing team and whatnot. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, we're the ones that are, you know, essentially just doing those live demos for our customers.
1: And within the account management organization at Cloud Call, are y'all like closing or a uh, new business or are you doing renewals and expansions?
0: Yeah, so we're doing upsells, and we're doing renewals with the customers, not a lot of new sales, um, that obviously, you know, we tend to funnel that through to our sales team. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're doing a lot of upsells, we're doing the renewals with customers. And so as new features come out, you know, we're the point of contact for customers. So we're the ones that are having to do the demos with them to show them what that new functionality looks like. Um, So not only do we have to be comfortable with it, but we need to be comfortable, you know, showing it to others.
1: Got it. Now, are these like micro demos? Are they sort of longer demos? Do you focus on specific features? We, and the reason why I ask that is we like to think about kind of like the demo not being just that one size fits all thing anymore, right? Where now because of technologies, obviously like ours, you can really create these personalized experiences, these harbor tours that are focused on these like aha moments. What are the types of kind of demos that y'all are doing these days?
0: Yeah, we're trying, you know, I mean, really, because again, we're dealing with, you know, specific accounts, um, we try to be as focused, you know, and, um, you know, concerned about the customer themselves, right? And so really trying to focus on their pain points and their workflow specifically, as much as we know. Um, So, you know, in our world, a lot of times each demo is, you know, its own thing. The basics of, you know, the product and the functionality remains the same, um, but you know, we're, yeah, we're really doing ad hoc demos to try and address those customers specifically.
1: Awesome. So what's an example of you leveraging a demo that's focused on, let's say those key accounts that you're working on that maybe uses the generic or sort of standard functionality, but you kind of customize that talk track very much for their needs.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of different things. Um, we deal with in, you know, at cloud call, we have customers in a lot of different industries. And so that's really where it comes in. Right. So, um, we integrate with a bunch of different CRMs, but the workflow for people within those CRMs can be very different. So while again, the functionality, so let's just say, you know, um, like a power dialer, for instance, the basic functionality is the same, but, you know, talking through with a customer, um, You know, and the way that they specifically deal with things. Right. So some customers work off of Excel documents, while other customers work off of tear sheets and bullhorn. Um, You know, so there's there's different things there. So we really are trying to, again, understand what it is that these customers are doing from a workflow workflow, sorry, perspective. with those different nuances, because, you know, it's nice to show like a general idea of, oh, this is how it works. But, you know, people want to be able to see, well, how is that going to function for me? Like, how does that benefit me with my specific role? And so being overly general um, can, you know, lead to people just not paying attention, right? They lose focus or they lose interest because you're not speaking to them. You're not speaking to, you know, again, the pain points that they have or the specific things that they do on a daily basis. So there's a lot of, um, you know, work that we try to do on our side to understand how the customer, how those customers are working. So that again, when we, you know, are presenting a demo, we're trying to make it as personal as possible. Um, which, you know, again, leads to a lot of, um, investigating time and then, you know, sort of prepping your demo and making sure that you have, you know, all the right stuff in place to, to address all of those things.
1: And do you generally like sit down with sales engineering or product marketing to create these demos? Or is that something that maybe you, you're just doing internally within the uh, account management team?
0: Yeah, so we kind of we have a, a mixture of both, right? So when we have new features and functionality, or you know, like a new integration with a CRM uh, that's being launched, our marketing team will put together you know um, their own videos and and sort of demonstrations. So that's like the general. Here's you know what we have, but then it's up to us from an account management perspective to really drill into that. And so the demos that we're doing are really live demos. We're not necessarily you know I mean we can send those resources to customers. Customers, but that's just, a, you know, here, check out this video. And then when it comes time for us to actually do a demo with the customer, we're doing it live with them, um, you know, and in our demo environment, and, you know, screen sharing and doing all of that fun stuff.
1: So, Angela, big question. What is the perfect demo sort of look like in your experience? <laughs> and when do you know that it went well? And then on the other side, when do you know that, you know, maybe it, it didn't really sort of hit the... Uh, Hit their point there?
0: Yeah. Um, good question. Um, I've been involved in both of those. Um, so I think, you know, for me, a great demo is when, you know, there's engagement from both sides, right? It's not just a, I'm speaking at you as, you know, a salesperson, um, you know, that there is engagement from the customer that, they're, you know, they're seeing things that are provoking questions so that, you know, they are engaged in what's going on. Um, a lot of times that can be really challenging when, you know, you as the person who's demoing are you know, going through things really quickly because, you know, whether you have an agenda that you're trying to get through or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's when when there's engagement from both sides. When I feel like um, you know, asking questions means that you know they're contemplating things. Um, sometimes when I walk away from a demo and you know it's just been thank you very much and there's no questions, you kind of think, ooh, all right, well that probably didn't really hit. You know, like they're getting distracted by something else. You know, I'm not I'm not catching their interest enough to keep them you know engaged with me. Um, yeah, those are those are my big. Yeah, uh, the big things that I feel like from from demos.
1: And you know, we live in this remote world now, so it's mm. hard to kind of gauge on Zoom all the time. Have you sort of trained your team or observed any sort of I don't know physical things, or been able to maybe train them on like met like monitoring the screen and seeing looking for certain things? Anything like that, that kind of gives you a better sense of how the customer is engaged or not.
0: Yeah, see, that's where it gets really tough, right, is that when you're doing these demos, you are so focused on trying to, you know, demonstrate the product and making sure that things are working the way that they need to, right, that it's difficult to then, you know, sort of take your attention and be looking at people at this on the screen. And, you know, when we're in these Zoom meetings or, you know, Teams meetings or whatever it is, a lot of times, you know, the, the thumbnails for the people become so small as you're sharing your screen that it's really challenging challenging to kind of gauge you know what that engagement is. So yeah, it's become a much more challenging environment I'd say because you don't have that in person um you know you can't look across the room and see someone it's it's a, a little bit more challenging to have that kind of um you know back and forth and engaging sort of um Conversation, Um, you know, technology. Like we noticed today, with you know, video or cameras not working and stuff. You know, sometimes there's an overlap, and so Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of other things that you kind of have to um, overcome as you're working in this remote environment. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a challenge and something that you know the team is working on to you know to try and find those pieces, right? Like when you can engage with customers, um, you know, it needs to be more of a conversation. Um, You know, gone of the days where a demo was, you know, I'm going to go through this agenda and I'm going to, you know, hit every single point on this agenda. Don't interrupt me questions at the end, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, it should be more fluid. It should be more of a conversation. There should be, um, you know, not me talking at someone, but rather us talking together. You know, again, I want to know what are the things that are, you know, the most painful for you? What are the pieces of my product that are going to be, um, you know, the most beneficial for you? I can spend an hour going through every bell and whistle that my, you know, that my solution has. But if you're only interested in two pieces of that, you know the rest of that makes you know doesn't mean anything to you, and so that's when you start to lose engagement. So, yeah, there's there's lots of challenges, um, especially in remote times.
1: Yeah, I was chatting with Jake Dunlap, a good friend. I don't know if you know Jake from like the sales ecosystem, and he was talking about how easy it is to lose, particularly executives, uh, on these calls these days, just because you know, it's so easy to start to get distracted and look on your phone and, you know, and whatnot, or you're, you're on a call with 20 people. And so you can't really tell, right. It's super right. hard uh, to your point in person. You can really sort of look around and, OK, is everyone seeming to be engaged? No one's really going to be. Well, there are some exceptions. There are some people <laughs> who, who will pop out their phone and like, yeah, I think that's a little mean, but uh, uh, but I have seen it. Right. Yeah. So it is harder to sort of keep people on the rails. Um, absolutely. Right. And I even see myself in like team meetings or large meetings or like all hands where there's 40 people on. Zoom call and I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, Facebook opens up and Instagram and stuff. So I try yeah. to like actually keep my phone. I don't even have my phone on me uh, generally during the workday because it, uh, it can be quite distracting. You know? Yeah,
0: definitely. So
1: in terms of like upsells, renewals, reducing churn and those sort of things, anything that comes to mind around leveraging the demo to be able to help with these efforts?
0: Yeah absolutely. Um, so you know like with a lot of solutions right people purchase a, a product because it has you know something that they that they really like. So whether it's you know for us it's click to call or you know the integration with CRMs um, you know there's there's a feature that typically brings somebody to the table. And like I said before, there's, you know, hundreds of, of other features and functionalities within, you know, a lot of these products, but people generally, you know, use about 10% of, you know, whatever product it is that they have purchased. So for us, it's really about, again, trying to understand what is it that these customers are doing? What is their workflow and what other options, what other features within our product are they not taking advantage of that we can help them, you know, to, to start using and, and, you know, seeing the benefits of. So demos for us are really about again having those conversations with customers trying to figure out you know what is it that they're using and what can we advise them to use um, and so then it's a matter of showing them, right. Cause I can, again, talk all day, but you want to be able to show somebody what is this going to look like and what is this going to look like for you? Right. It's, you know, again, we've got all kinds of examples and, you know, case studies are fantastic and all of these other things, but people want to know what's in it for me. Like, how is this going to benefit me? And so being able to, you know, have that conversation and say, okay, well, what's the problem that you're having? Oh, look, here's how I can fix that. Real time, you know, with a demo, that's really, really powerful. Um so yeah, the demo is is key in all of the things that we do because you know talking about stuff is is great, but seeing it in action is really where you know the the bread and butter, you know really where it comes down.
1: well, drum roll here, any sort of actionable tips that you would give account managers out there to optimize or improve? they're demoing today and something that they can really implement tomorrow, right? Where they can sit down with their team and say, we're going to try this.
0: Yeah. I think honestly, for me, it's understand your customer really like the, you know, the demo itself is fantastic, but it's only as good as, you know, the, the information that you're showing. And if it's not relevant to the customer, then you're wasting both your time and the customer's time. So for me, it's really about the work that goes in before you actually do the demo to find out what are the pain points of your customer, right? Like what are the things that you can help them solve, the problems you can help them solve with your solution, um, because that is going to make your demo, uh, you know, the most effective because you're addressing specific issues for that specific person. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's it's the work that goes in before you even do the demo um, to make sure that you've got the most effective demo.
1: Absolutely. I was chatting with Brandon Cassidy, who is the CEO at CoveSell. Mm-hmm. And he was like a SaaS, you know, sort of thought leader. He was on the show recently, and I asked him. I, I I asked him, like, frankly, you know, what are the the attributes of the top sales or account managers out there? And he said, you know, they're able to see around the corner. They're able to be proactive and prescriptive around their uh, solution. So they're going into meetings really being the expert in the room and showing the prospect what they need. And sometimes, you know, being able to speak to what's going to come, what's going to happen. And, uh, and then, you know, they're, they're able to develop that trust and and they do that very, very quickly. So that really speaks to what you just spoke to, which was really doing all that research, becoming that expert beforehand, uh, before you even have that discussion. So Awesome. Angela, thank you so, so much for your time. If folks want to follow you on social media or learn more about Cloud Call, what are the best URLs or handles to reach you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, I would say cloudcall.com. That's the website for um, our company. Um, we also have a great YouTube channel um, and we are a great presence on LinkedIn. So you can look up cloudcall on LinkedIn as well. Um, and if you're looking to follow me, Angela Boudreau on uh, LinkedIn. So feel free to look me up and any questions about VoIP or, you know, CT or sorry, uh, CRM integrations with cloudcall, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to chat.
1: Awesome. Have a wonderful morning. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Thanks, George. You too. Have a great day.
1: You too.